Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, June 28th. The Canadian Securities Administrators has set out its business plan for the next three years, highlighting the priorities of its members, the provincial and territorial securities regulators. The key goals included in the plan are implement improvements to strengthen the capital markets regulatory system, optimise investors' ability to contribute to policymaking and expand investor education outreach, improve investor protection by enhancing investors' ability to obtain redress and by strengthening the advisor-client relationship, address emerging market issues and trends, deliver smart and responsive regulation and promote integrity and financial stability through effective market oversight. There'll also be a focus on modernising the SRO framework and establishing the CSA Investor Advisory Panel. The CSA will also consider demand from investors for enhanced market participation related to sustainable finance matters. The organisation says it will also be raising awareness and increasing protection around certain emerging issues for the securities landscape, such as cryptos, DIY investing and the gamification of investing. There'll also be a focus on improving filings and data management processes. With an ageing population and a growing cohort of millennial investors, the CSA will also consider the impacts of changing demographics, of climate change and sustainable investing. The transition towards the financial sector's digital future is well underway, but there are many questions about its ultimate destination. Traditional financial institutions are using their considerable capital and customer bases to push into areas that, for a while, were the exclusive domain of fintechs. Two new reports shine some light on some aspects of the digital finance market in 2022. Firstly, challenger banks or neobanks, the digital-only disruptors that have often attracted high valuations and investor interest. A recent report from global consulting firm Simon Kutcher reveals that just 5% of these firms are breaking even, with many earning less than $30 US in annual revenues per customer. Despite a collective client account total of nearly a billion, the estimated 400 neobanks around the world includes 90 that started in 2020, a record year for launches fuelled by stay-at-home customers. Last year, launches slipped to 59, with one in three new neobanks launched as a venture by a larger financial services group or incumbent bank, a trend that's set to continue, according to the report. The UK leads the market based on rankings that consider the level of neobank activity, digital banking readiness, customer penetration and valuation and funding. Sweden and the US complete the top three, with Canada gaining in the rankings to achieve the number seven spot. Wealth Professional is on the hunt for the truly exceptional finance and advice professionals, 35 or younger, who've made a difference in the industry and are quickly rising to influential roles. If you know someone who fits the bill, take a few minutes to complete a short nomination form online. Self-nominations are also accepted. The Rising Stars 2022 list will be featured in Wealth Professionals magazine and website in October. Entries close Friday, July 15. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus the investment market is marked by extreme ups and downs. The CEO of the new SRO has been approved and how a global fixed income fund is seizing fresh opportunities. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.